The Holy Gospel according to Mark chapter 6. The apostles rejoined Jesus and reported to him all that they had done and taught. And he said to them, Come away by yourselves to a deserted place and rest a while. For many were coming and going, and they did not even have time to eat. So they left in a boat to a deserted place by themselves. Many people saw them leaving and recognized them and hurried together on foot from all the towns and arrived there ahead of them. When Jesus got out of the boat, he saw the large crowd and had compassion on them because they were like a sheep without a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. So when they had crossed over, they came to land at Gennaret, where they had tied up a boat. Then they got out of the boat. The people immediately recognized Jesus, ran throughout the whole area, and began to bring those who were ill on their mats to where they heard he was. And wherever he entered villages, towns, or rural areas, they would place the sick in the marketplaces and implore him that they might just touch the fringe of his cloak. And as many as touched him were made well. The Gospel of the Lord. We are skipping stones over the Gospel of Mark today, leaping over the big miracles, the ones that grow large in our imagination. We miss the miracle of feeding 5,000 people who gather to hear Jesus teach. And we miss the miracle of walking on water in this abridged version of the lectionary. Instead, I think we catch the momentum of the healing ministry of Jesus in the touch points of the gospel passages. Healing happens in the reunion of disciples and in the promise of rest. And healing happens in the gathering of people who go before them. God's care and healing ripples out of these stories. And out of God's compassion, healing flows among people, gathering more and more into this ministry of Jesus. We are left with the ripples of God's compassion. Father James Martin, a Jesuit priest and editor-at-large of the Jesuit magazine America, says that we bring our own stories of healing to the gospel. And I think we can't help but bring our own stories of being healed and of healing to the scriptures, knowing how powerful it is to be restored to health and wellness. It is inevitable that we bring ourselves into scripture, resonating with the ways Jesus cares for people desperate for healing. Wave after wave of people keep coming to seek him out, to seek out the presence of God in the healing of bodies, healing of relationship and in community life. And at this particular moment in the scripture, I hear the gospel speaking to our desires for deep Sabbath rest. I hear the gospel resonating with the ways we crave the space and time to see the face of God among us. It's been a lot after surviving, after experiencing, after month after month of really hard things. I think we're in a moment where it's all starting to catch up to us. And as we begin to hopefully move out of a global pandemic in this part of the world, more and more things are present to us. On a much smaller scale, I think I used to feel something like this after going through finals in college. There's a communal energy to finals time, accompanied by lots of coffee and long late nights at the library 
and I often felt a sense of pushing through, counting down the total pages left to right and how many exams I needed to attend. And I remember when I finally finished and returned home to family and the stress and the energy of that time released from my body, I was prone to getting sick. I read an article recently that talked about what happens as we begin to move slowly out of the intensity of late stage pandemic life. The truths of this article resonated with me, especially when it talked about the quiet moments when after the adrenaline fades and normalcy resumes, these moments might be especially challenging. When people finally get the chance to exhale, their breaths may emerge as sighs. And as the intensity releases, or is just beginning to release, some of us may begin to be able to feel other things that are present to us. And maybe that's why Jesus suggests rest in time together to gather his disciples in. Taking time to gather people in together, to be present with one another, and to bring face-to-face -face relationship with God. The gospel story drops us in a time after the disciples have been on a long journey. They've been sent out, sent away two by two, all over Galilee, having, having given up a great many things away, expecting to pack nothing but a staff for walking and a pair of sandals for their feet, and the trust in the presence of God. For me, this text affirms God's presence in those deep sighs, in the moments of deep need for rest and care. The disciples gather in this big reunion, this buzzing of energy and story, and it's all so much. And I love the detail where there were so many people coming and going that they didn't even have the chance to break bread together, no time to even sit down and eat. And Jesus promises to draw them away, promises them rest in time just to be present with one another. I feel that the skipping stone method to the lectionary text captures interesting moments. There's slower, quieter transition points in this story. Big miracles and extraordinary things are happening, but there is a personal testimony and a sweep of people that is amplified through this communal experience of healing. There's so much desire and tangible need, so much so that people desire a touch a hand on the fringe of a garment. The disciples don't get to a place apart from everything. As far as I can read through the lines and in between the skipping of the text, I don't think this is an omission that the disciples continue to grind through their ministry or that Jesus didn't find times for respite and care with them. Through the needs of the people who gathered, more people than just the disciples, more than just the people who rushed out to meet them on the shores, more than just the people who were gathering and bringing their sick. I think Jesus tended to the needs of people and people were fed. People had time to gather and share a meal. People had time to hear him teach. People had time to be together in a different way. For me, this draws us into a moment of seeing the face of God and the care for people. I do like to think there was rest for the well-traveled disciples. And there were in our moments of rest for the weary, exhausted, overworked followers, moments in the flow of ministry when they were face to face 
with Jesus in deep, restful, leisurely time with one another, with God. And we see the face of God in so many ways, and sometimes in the quieter, slower ways we attend to these moments. You all are part of the sweep of testimony to the way God's love continues to gather us in together, even when we are in so many different places. We see the face of God in scripture that brings us to place of deep rest, peace, and trust in God's deep care and renewal for our lives. I hear the words of the psalmist like anointing our heads with oil in the time and space where we practice it, listening deeply for God's presence in our lives. We see the face of God in the lives of our foremothers and forefathers in the faith. And today I think about Julian of Norwich especially. She was a 14th century woman living in monastic life who also lived in a time of a pandemic. And she is quoted as saying, God is to us everything that is good, tenderly enfolding us and everything that is made is as nothing compared with the Almighty God, and how a person has no rest until they count themselves and everything they have as nothing but for the love of God. She is the saint whose words are framed in our church office that caught me in a moment of rush and hurry out the door and slowed me down enough to pause with all shall be well, all shall be well, and all manner of things shall be well. We see windows of God. We see windows into the face of God through each other too. Though at this moment, we may not be together physically. I think we capture a time where we are in the presence of God face to face in a moment of rest where there is wholeness and there is life and all shall be well. Thanks be to God.